Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. All right, everybody, you're tuned in to another wonderful adventure, Crossing a Bar, with our guest, Craig Kerr. Stay tuned. Okay, Craig, it's all you, buddy. What are we doing tonight? We're going we're gonna to dive into something I know personally, personally, I know personally firsthand, I know from yeah. experience. And we're gonna do it. Okay, okay. I can feel it in the air tonight. Yeah, so, I uh, um, I did put up that uh, the video because we have the next uh, tonight and next nights next week's show planned out. So, uh, yeah, nobody else is in here, so we can go just go right into it. Just just kick it right off. Okay. So okay. I can direct them. Here, here, what you do? Uh, go ahead. Do you have that link? Can you put that in the room, just so people can uh, follow along? I, I am not on talk show. I have to go find it. Um, so, I'll, are you able to do that? So, talk to you. Okay. I'm, like, uh, I'm outside. No problem. No problem. I will get it. I will get it. I will pick it up. I will pick it up. My computer cooperates with me. Oh, man arrested, was it after refusing? Was it that one? Yeah. Jamal, okay, good, good, got it. So many videos, so little time. I'm going to put this here for future edification. Okay, so there we go by. We will phase, uh, we'll fill out. Okay, and uh, go ahead and start. Okay, well, I'm gonna we're gonna do a show here that's personally been experienced, and there's something in the video I want to point out. I'm, we're gonna play that, and this what what we're gonna do is go through the the truth of the matter. So I got there's two witnesses: my own speech, my own mind, and education, and knowing the law. And then we're going to back it up with a lawyer or a, a prosecutor. And the signing of the ticket hinges on one question. Now, there's a lot of questions, but the big one that the police and the, the freedom fighters, they're not fighters, but the, the, free, the patriot-loving patriots who dissent and resisting the, resisting the tyranny and whatever, and the, the public defenders and so forth, we're going to touch on one big issue with the not signing a ticket or citation. 
and we're going to do it on two two separate areas. Very important to separate the two areas, and you got to know this. And we're going to be talking about this. So first off, I'm going to go to the video. We're going to. I'm going to stop it right there. I'm going to make sure my volume's up. Get everything set right here because I had to recheck it. Okay, so the guy got a citation on the road. Walking, driving, not relevant. It doesn't matter. He's got a citation. He's got the tickets. Uh, they're not formal complaints, notarized complaints. They're simply a citation. The guy asserts he doesn't have to cite, uh, sign the citation. There's two areas, very specific. You've got to watch out for this. This is a legal trap. This is really a fiction. I'm going to touch this. I'm going to touch on it on the paperwork that I put together on it, and I'm going to tell you real quick in the video. There's signing on the road, and there's signing in custody, and they're not synonymous. They're not, regardless of a prosecutor or a judge or anybody wants to say they're synonymous, and it means the same place all the way down the line. That's not true. That's categorically a fiction, a false, a liar. That's a liar telling you. On the road, it has different meanings, different effects, and implications, whereas in custody. So I'm going to go through the paperwork real quick here. Here's what it says, Chillicothe man. Then we're going to play the videos. Chillicothe, Ohio, an 18-year-old veteran with the Chillicothe police has been fired after a fight with a man uh, he arrested not for not signing a ticket. Okay, this is... This is uh, Craig and Rocco, uh, and we're doing a podcast here, and this is number two. You check the site out, uh, CraigKirkIobjects.com, CraigKirkIobjects.com. I'm going to bring the table for, uh, to, I'm going to bring to the table for the whole, to come out of the firing of the officer. What I mean by that is, is the whole facts of firing the officer and why they set this officer up. This guy's an 18-year veteran. They set him up. And how do I know that to be true? The video tells me how to be true. They targeted this veteran. He's had disciplinary problems in the past. He's protected by a a fraternal order of police labor union. And they set him up to fire him. They drove him out because he became unstable or liability or he knows something or whatever. They set this guy up. But at the same time, this guy set him up. On the uh, citation question, so there, there's the the Chillicothe police set the police officer up, and the guy who's asserting no right to sign the citation is setting the police officer up. He's got two people setting him up, and he's not capable of catching it, understanding it. He's not aware of his surroundings or environment, what's happening. He just got set up, and he got slammed, and I can prove it. How do I know that? Because I've seen that very same exact scenario run down here in my county with with other sheriffs targeting other non-commissioned deputies who work at the jail right here in my county. I've seen this firsthand. I know the guys that it happened to. I know them. I know them and how they function. This is called the law of escalation. They escalated this, and they used an inmate to do it. And the inmate got 
Tag, so here's how this works. In Coshocton County, you have you have uncommissioned uh, agency, contracting agencies, agents, agents or agencies, individually or as a whole, business-wise, they run around with cell phones and cars, and they and they stalk the hell out of people illegally. They do that, and I know for a fact. And I can prove it and so forth, but I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to tell you how I know and all the evidence I got on that. And they use civilians to do it to target specific people. They do this. They do this in Ohio. They done it here. And that's what this, in my mind, that's what they did to this guy. Okay? Right. I'm going to read this. Uh, Who's to blame for all this? Here's what I wrote. Who is to blame? The senior judge and all the judges who ma- uh, blow master judge. Here's the proof. Police officer, law enforcement, law enforcement, Leo, which is law enforcement officer, is controlled, is a controlled officer by the court, not the other way around. Under all judges, power, territory, law, and history, judges claim by inception of the bench all city or county borderlines power. Control. I'm going to make an amendment to my document. The power of judgeship dating back to the very first judge judge rule in Ohio, 1802, not 1803, the right and power over all territories, said power to kill, murder, seize, take, arrest, kill anything and everything using ignorant officers by extension of judges, judges' courts. If court so deems public safety or monetary interest over the thing or, or, or person subject. Learn how to crystal clear uh, spot civil rights crimes from, from me while, he, while I use the classes and the basics of the, uh, for the teaching, from, the, from my teaching. Now I'm, I'm trying to put it in current where I wrote it in past time. First fact, the guy sees for a ticket no longer a so-called public safety threat. I want you to think about that. Once the guy seized, he's no longer a so-called public safety threat, if if at all. If the facts and the fact pleading and the code pleading parts and the fact pleading pan out that it is not necessarily true, he's no longer a public safety threat. He's in custody. It's compulsion escorting to the court with or without a signature on the ticket or the citation. Fact two, the guy seized seized isn't a community caretaking risk. Going to court by force doesn't matter, doesn't need a signature. Fact three, the guy seized isn't a flight risk and he's in jail. Going to court by force. Uh, Fact four, the guy seized isn't... Uh, signing the ticket not necessary to prosecute, going to court by force. You don't need a ticket to prosecute. Or you don't need a signature to the ticket to prosecute. Uh, I'm sorry about that. Go to court by force. Fact five, the guy, the guy's refusal to sign the ticket is, no, is, not, is not relevant. Let me fix that. To, the, to prosecute the case, it's a different question. What do we mean by that? And I'm gonna, we're going to go on to that here after a bit. 
Fact six, the guy's refusal to sign a ticket is a right to protect liberty. Interest law cannot compel. And when we get into the prosecutor, he tells you that. Fact seven, the officer doesn't need the ticket to sign to prosecute. Remember, he's in jail. He's in custody. Mm-hmm. Doesn't need the ticket signed to prosecute. Fact eight, the guy isn't a flight risk and will will be in court under threat of death or, or liberty interest. Very important. Fact nine, every time law enforcement Leo empowered by courts allowed to tamper with governmental records, fabricate evidence, commit perjury. By the home rule, courts allow Leo to willfully escalate a terminated phase of arresting party, Leo, from court power, shall willfully increase, inflate non-existing mitigating factors, paving the way for sentencing enhancement, hoping to add more jail time to a in-part fabricated crime. What do I mean by that? On the road, citation, signature. I refuse the signature. Do I refuse all contents of the citation? And do I take the citation, but I refuse to refuse to sign it? You've got body cam. Matter of fact, I want you to record this. You have police recording. Matter of fact, I want you to record this. I'm telling you, I'm taking the ticket, but I'm not signing it. Right. What does that mean on the road versus in custody? Fact 10, no law compels us to sign tickets if driver's license expires, suspended, or revoked. No contract. And the other funny thing about this is, which I didn't add to this because I wanted to make this short. I wanted to make these compact so they're not really long and miserable and difficult. Another funny thing is once you're seized on the road, the officer has broad discretion. That's what they say. They have broad discretion to to arrest you, seize you, and take you to court, take you before a neutral magistrate right now. They have that power. Or they have the four-day delay power. You sit in jails for four days. Hmm. So this, the, what, what are we talking about with the citation? What is it that is so imperative? We're going to play the video. Listen to what's going on here. This is very interesting. Now, the guy in the video is standing at the... Uh, processing desk for the city of Chillicothe. Hello, Kitty. Oh, sorry. I got noise here. Okay. So he's processing. He's at the processing. They got him in his jail. He's got him in his uh, jail clothes. Listen, what happens here? Listen to this. Did you catch that? I'm going to back this up. Very important. I got Go my rights. Now watch. I'm going to back it up a little bit further because that was a little too fast because it's a really short video. Officer, the city, the city police officer did something that's constitutionally prohibited. And he's assuming facts, not at evidence. Right. I'm going to prove prove that he's assuming facts, not evidence. Not only is he assuming facts, not evidence, the officer 
and 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 we're not here to pick on police officers. That's not the deal here. We're not here to get them fired, destroyed, kill out, rape, rob them. We're not. That's not it. This this is about rights, and we didn't make the system. The courts made the system. The legislature made the system, and the law enforcement helped make the system. And this is the law. And I didn't make this up, and it's not relevant whether you object to it or not. It doesn't matter. They made the law, and you have to accept it. The officer, you take the guy says, "I know my rights." He's making a, he's making a statutory, factual, or constitutional challenge. He doesn't fulfill the obligation under the sentencing. The sentence, it's a constitutional prohibition to compel me to sign the ticket. The officer comes, is supposed to come back and say, well, the rules say it's a summons, and the Supreme Court says it's a summons. You're refusing to go to court, and it's a summons. You're refusing to appear on a summons. But that doesn't happen. The guy says, I know my rights, and the officer says, you don't know your rights. By doing that, he's injecting, assuming facts, not in evidence, and he's putting in there, he's trying to escalate the, the sentencing punishment <clears throat> on a First Amendment speech, right to dissent, right. right to dissent, and he doesn't articulate whether it's a summons he's refusing. <clears throat> the citation and the summons are not the same thing. The citation is the body. The summons is a judicial's, judicial statement and the rules of requirement, and there's a statute that says, thou shalt come to court if you're summoned. On the road, I'm not signing the ticket. Okay, but I'm not refusing the summons either. On the road, I'm not signing the ticket. I'll take the ticket, but I'm not signing. Well, then I'm going to arrest you for what? Because you ain't signed a ticket. Well, okay, if I'm not signing the ticket, that doesn't mean anything. I'm taking the ticket. I assume... And I don't want to go too far, so you don't want to give too much of the bread away, right? You only get you're like handsome Gretel crumbs. Uh-huh. I'm going to take the ticket, and in your mind, you're going to appear because it's a summons. It's not a public safety threat, and I'm not refusing to appear on the summons embedded in the citation. No, we're going to come to court. I'm just not signing it. The only issue is I'm not signing it. I'm coming to court. Well, the officer has to clarify you. Well, you're 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 in contempt of court already, and you ain't even finished. You you you're in contempt of court by not accepting the summons. Remember, the summons is not the crime. The crime is something other. The statute, the regulation, the rule, the ordinance is something other. And down here, well, you're in contempt of court. I'm going to arrest you because you because you didn't. You're not coming to court. You're going to uh, commit contempt of court, evade process. <clears throat> which is not the citation. The citation is walking through, you know, walking on a uh, dog shitting on the lawn, whatever, uh, jaywalking or whatever, whatever public safety uh, thing they want to throw on it. The citation is something extra. I'm going to arrest you. Be, I'm going to arrest you solely on not signing the summons. Really? <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell you right now, that's a constitutional prohibition to you. That's a false arrest, a false imprisonment. I ain't got to sign it. And here's where law enforcement don't catch the gig on this. The problem is, you're not refusing the summons element. You're just not signing it. The only issue, we're reducing it down to signature. 
and you know who I am. You know the address. I gave you everything. You got the ID. You got everything. And the signature is not relevant. And part two, I'm in jail now. So he arrests me. He arrests them. I'm in custody. I surely don't have to sign it because I'm seized. And you're going to compel me to go to court regardless. <laughs> and you're going to escalate it to say I don't know my rights and then bring that onto a record in such a way that that reduces me to a sovereign citizen to diminish capacity, and I have no rights. Your job is to strip me of their rights. Now, when you strip somebody of their rights, you've got to get a court order to do that. What I mean stripping is disability, like firearms disability or public safety or um, put into a mental institution or something of that nature or DUI or public safety. This guy's literally stripping his rights by saying, no, you don't know your rights. This guy's literally writing policy that's not that's not real. Okay. Um, yes, I will. You want wrong in? Traffic. The officer came back in a violent posture, physical tone. This is a big guy, man. This guy is a little. This is a big dude. He's angry. Now, I want to show you something. That guy's like, do something, do something, do something. I ain't signing that ticket. I don't have to sign that ticket. Now, he's in that deputy's face, right? There's a camera on the deputy and the guy. So the inmate and the sheriff, the deputy, or the police officer is working to remove this guy from the office. He's got problems. He's got PTSD. He's probably in the armed forces. This guy's dangerous. He's He's a killer. This is what the, this is how it works here in Ohio. I've seen this firsthand. I know explicitly this is how it works. I even have court papers where the guy went into court and literally say said what I'm saying and he was a he was a correction officer in the county jail. Literally. This is a fact. This happens all over the place. It's called the doctrine of escalation. So the doctrine right. of escalation traps you psychologically to create evidence that it's not apparently on the record, but we're going to escalate it to make something so we can create an assault, a crime, so we can escalate, so we can compound the citation, so we could steal, literally steal from the taxpayers. Right. That's what they, that's their game on the side of the road. It's escalate first. every. Uh, yeah. We're going to finish this video. You've seen that. He's signed. He's got the other deputy. That's with him, and they got to film. The other deputies grabbed You've seen that when he's done. Now, I don't know if you know about Chillicothe. You, they'll beat your brains out. This case here, this is a pure and setup. They set this guy up, man. They set this guy up, and he got fired. Here's what it says. Chillicothe, 18-year-old venture Chillicothe police, has, has been fired after a fight with a man he arrested. Police Chief uh, Keith Washburn said Officer uh, Riggy Netter got into a fight with a, a suspect after he refused to sign paperwork following a traffic arrest in March. What's the what's the subject of it? Are you coming to court or not? That's it. The signature doesn't tell me whether I'm coming to court. I could sign it and not come to court. Signature is not relevant, but I'm not refusing summons and service. And that and they want you to fall in that category, and that arrest becomes illegal. That's the problem. 
and you go into court and testify. You say, look, I never refused summons or service. Matter of fact, I'm here to go to court. And here's why, because I wanted to come in here and sue you anyway, so it's my opportunity. And the evidence I didn't refuse summons or service is I'm here in jail by force, and I'm coming without fighting and raising hell in the court. And once you let me out, I'm still going to come back to court, and I'm going to I'm going to do everything I can to see where all my rights are violated. And then you've I've already got some, so we're just going to compound it. That's what I'm here. There's no evidence. And then they get all mad and ignorant the way they respond in court here in Ohio. They get all stupid and ignorant and and make irrational decisions. And they just you they can't say nothing and do something without violating your rights. The only thing they can do is dismiss the case, and it's still, that's a rights violation. I'm dismissing the case. I object to the dismissal. Well, I have a right to dismiss. This isn't a civil case. You took my liberty. I object to it. I demand this court to reinstate the case. They laughed at me one time when I said that. You know what I did? I filed a federal lawsuit. You dismissed the case. That's, That's that custom you guys got. But there's something greater that's precedent beyond you dismissing the case and laughing at me. My liberty interest was damaged. And I demand to have the full record heard and made because we got slander defamation. I have a right to make the record in its entirety. And I'm saying dismissing the case was illegal. Flip the flip the case. Flip it. Flip it upside down. That's it. Says please Chief Keith Washburn said Officer Riddle Netter got into a fight with a suspect after he refused to sign the paperwork following a traffic arrest in March. That suspect, by the very resistance to power, triggered uh, Washburn. Washburn was set up. Body cam video showed Nutter appeared to hit the man inside the Ross court jail, Ross Count Jail. Washburn, who expects to be, expects the firing to be appealed, said Nutter, had been disciplined within the force for months after his termination. See that? When they think the city's going to be the hostility and he's out of control and he's probably on steroids or some, some kind of medication or something. Yeah. Danger. Oh, yeah. He's a public safety. There's always... There's always fire with a little smoke. And all you got to do is understand how to read this garbage, and you can pick it up. It makes sense. All this is evidence. This how this news article is evidence. Let's look what this, uh, this prosecutor has to say about signing the ticket. He tells you up front what the issue is. Then he goes on and explains, shows you in the statute. But then um, we're going to talk about statutory construction, which is... I suspect I am at the forefront on interpreting statutory construction in the pro se. Um, and there's other people that's uh, beyond me that's in different countries and stuff, I guess, who talk about it. But they're law firms. They're lawyers. They went to law school. So pro se to pro se, we're talking about statutory construction, and we're going to talk about what's missing out of the statute. So here we go. Check this out. This is very interesting. Listen to what this prosecutor has to say. An unlicensed driver hit his car, but he's the one who went to jail. When an officer, police officer cited Jamar Harris for obstructing traffic, he refused to sign. 
Okay, the obstructing of traffic is very interesting in this case. It's a whole different animal, but obstructing traffic is very interesting. The question is, we'll, we'll, we'll finish this, but check, this is very interesting. Uh, this is a case all by itself. And, and accept the ticket. Okay, TV News Watch Evans, Dave Roberts, looked into this. He's lying, Dave. Well, if you get anything out of this story, it should be how not to go to jail. It's always a good idea. To this reporter's an idiot. How not to go to jail. This guy's about the most feckless chicken shit I ever see in my life. He's missing the entire substance, and uh, he, the, this reporter's just an idiot. To do what police tell you, and in this case, Dave if Roberts. you don't, you're instantly committing a crime. If I don't agree with it, I won't sign it. Jamar Harris didn't agree with the ticket handed to him by an Omaha police officer after an unlicensed driver hit his parked car. Harris parked car. Obstruction of the roadway, parked car. So we don't know all the case, but very interesting. Refused to sign the ticket, citing him for obstructing traffic. He said, well, I'm going to give you one last chance. Sign it or go to jail. I said, well, sir, it's like you're going to have to put me in handcuffs in that's a mistake. He said, well, sir, it looks like you're going to have to put me in handcuffs. He actually consented to be arrested. Now, I'm going to talk about this consenting to be arrested thing. You can't consent to steal taxpayer dollars. Let's go all the way to the bottom of the roots of the tree. The tree is, at the end of the day, is how much tax money you're taking all the tax treasury and the coffers locally to steal from the taxpayers. That's a felony. You can't consent, and the officer can't. Uh, compl uh, agree with arresting you on a non-arrestable offense and then converting this. Now, he could, the officer converted this. The car is allegedly obstructed. Maybe it is, maybe it is, I don't know. But it's an interesting question. Is it evidence? Can he move it? Were you shocked to have to go to jail for not signing a citation? Yeah, because I've actually, in the past, I refused to sign a citation. And uh, they just throw the ticket at me and tell me, you catch that? They just throw the ticket at you. What did I say before the video? I said, I'm going to take the ticket. I'm not refusing the summons. I'm just not signing it. The signature's not relevant. I'm coming to court. This is a trap. This is real simple, straight straight up, straight down, simple trap. No, whatever. We'll see you in court. If you don't promise to appear in court. That was the, that was the prosecutor, David uh, uh, Schmeltz, Schmeltzwar or whatever. Uh, o uh, Omaha City Prosecutor, if you don't sign the ticket or promise to come to court, I'll back this up just a little bit. That's the it. That's it right there. That's the bread and the butter. Don't promise to appear in court, which is what your signature is. Then the officer is going to The signature is not the promise to come to court because I can sign it and still not show up. That's not true. That's not true. Right. He just created a fiction, a lie. I just caught him. It's a lie. It's not true. I, I can sign it and still not show up. So now we're coming into a compulsion. Now we're coming into a 13th Amendment subjugation to the judicial rules and not signing a ticket to contempt of court. That's They're converting that. They're, they're escalating into a crime. Now watch. Here's the statute. Watch this. Watch what he says. Arrest you and take you to jail. That's what the statutes provide. Omaha City Prosecutor David Smallheiser directed us to the state statute. Any person who refuses to sign the citation shall be guilty of a misdemeanor. What's missing? I, I looked at the statute. The, there's something missing in that. What, remember, in the class, what is not stated is omitted as fact. 
If you refuse to sign a ticket, you can be jailed, right? That's what they're saying. But what's missing? The question is the the nature of signing this ticket as a summons. There's no word summons in the statute. Under statutory construction, you've got to be given notice. It's basic statutory interpretation, basic statutory creation. What is what is what is not stated is admitted as fact. What's missing? That's important. That's a separate criminal offense. Because up to 90 days in jail and a $500 fine. That's the length of that's length of contempt of court. That's length of contempt of court. We found this law that says that they actually can arrest you, and it's a separate crime not to sign a citation. Are you shocked? I'm actually shocked, yeah. Because I've never, it's never been exercised with me before and you know, other people that I know. Harris spent one night in the Douglas County Jail. The city released him and dropped all charges. The city released him and dropped all charges because he's in jail. Now, here's the funny thing about the statute. He's in jail. Now he's in custody. He's going to court now. See what I'm saying? You're in custody. You're yeah. going to court. He's in jail. That's how that works. That's pretty straightforward. I don't want to compound this and, and do a bunch of language, a diatribe, a lot of words, a lot of language. And that's pretty that's pretty easy. I mean, it's straightforward. It's a simple concept. That's how you sting it. That's what the class is for. You can sting it that way, and that makes perfect legal sense. They dropped the case because he never he, – I bet he went and testified. He said, no, I never refused to come to court. I just refused to sign it. At the very core of the assigning the citation is refusal of summons, which is a rule. It's not a statute. But then notice the statute's devoid of the name of the rule and the rule numbers and the summons and a whole bunch of shit that's on the, on the citation and in the rule that's not in the statute. And the, and, the, and the rule doesn't have the statutory language. And the rule doesn't say it's a criminal offense. So the statute's missing stuff. The rule's missing stuff, and both of them are silent as to the true nature of it, and the legislature did that to entrap you. That's false arrest and false imprisonment. That's a slant, sit up, sit down, straight up, first-year law student, slam dunk, civil rights lawsuit, bang. And I never refused. Well, you're giving, and then they want to, then, then they don't never tell you. They say, well, you're giving contempt of court. You're contempt of court on the street. Well, I don't have a case that's pending. Well, yeah, we wrote you a citation, and here's the citation number. We have an action going right now, but there's no court number, no court date on the. There's no court date, and if there is a court date, there is no court case number. And if there is a court case number, we have a pending, we have a pending action against you. We just haven't docketed yet, and so it's contempt of court. It's 90 days, $500 fine. That's exactly right. It's a contempt of court. But the statute's missing of the rule language, and the rule language is missing of the statute. And the statute's silent on the nature of why it's why it's a separate crime. Contempt of court's not really a separate crime. It, when you actually look at it, and they dismissed his case. That's how that went down. And my friends, that is that is a simplistic understanding of that's a simplistic understanding of the whole thing. And I'm going to finish playing this. And uh, you don't have you, uh, Rocco. You're not uh, too upset of closing it out. Pretty, you know, thirty minutes, are you? 
No, no. See, I want Can to keep it simple. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, exactly. While Harris is happy with the outcome, he's still reluctant to follow the law. I don't feel like I should have to put my signature on a contract uh, promising anything. Okay, let me explain. It's really, it, on one side of the coin, it's a contract when you're dealing with drivers, cars, and tags, and licensing. On the signature, it's a it's a common law summons. It's a common law summons. Common law summons. It's not administrative. It's common law summons. So he doesn't get it, but I'm, a, I'm separating it out. What is the signature and what is the summons? Well, it falls clear back to Magna Carta, common, common law. It falls, it's in the scriptures. It's in the Middle Eastern... History and law, Hammurabi, it's just there. It's summonses appear. You, uh, it's your next, it's your next friend summons. It's your neighbor summons. It's just, it's a summons. It's something that's not administrative per se. That goes to the very nature of the license, insurance, and proving I'm competent to drive and I can pay the fines and uh, the crash I caused the wreck. That's a whole different animal. Summons is by the rule. It's a judicial. They're calling it a judicial crime. The legislature's calling it a judicial crime, but it's not. I never refuse not to come to court. I just ain't signing it. I'm not going to. That's the beauty of false arrest and false imprisonment, and they can't fix that. Yeah, on every tick, on every citation. Yeah. No, they can't fix that because the issue is, am I coming to court? No. That's not the issue. That's your issue you made up. You just committed a felony. You you just tamper governmental records of fabricating evidence. That's not the issue. The issue is I'm not signing it, and I'm still coming to court. And we're gonna have we're gonna we're gonna uh, take Craig's ca- uh, classes, and we're gonna sue. <laughs> Go to CraigKirkIobjects.com. CraigKirkIobjects.com, and you go there. I got the. That's a lot of class material, cheap price. I made it low so you can afford it. Um, go there, take a look. Craig Kirk, I objects. Any questions, contact Rocco. Talk, uh, contact Rocco and... Yeah, you can friend. contact me. Yeah, you can contact me at Rocco Vanzetti mm-hmm. on Facebook or uh, Genocide Order. That's G-E-N-O-C-I-D-E Order. Genocide Order at gmail.com. With that, my friend, I think we should depart and make it simple, make it powerful, pointed. Right. right. How yeah. how simple is that? If uh, if you're on the side of the road and you don't want to put your John Hancock down on a signature line, you don't want to autograph, uh, you can sue. Take the course, sue. Put some ducats in your pocket. Be done with it. Yeah. And look simple. for another. And look for another target. Change this nation. Change the world. And change yourself. Yeah. All right, my Come friend, on. I'm going to bail. So. Okay, <laughs> you're going to bail. Oh, okay, okay. So that's it, right? Short and sweet. We're going to end this puppy. Okay, All right, brother. Good. Thanks we'll for inviting you. me on yep. next week. Sure, yeah, right. absolutely. Yeah, next week we have another show, uh, 8 o'clock uh, Central Standard Time, as usual, Tuesday. Tuesday. All right. Yep. See ya. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.